This podcast replay is brought to you by KSDT CPA, one of South Florida's largest and one of the country's fastest growing accounting firms. KSDT CPA is a full service firm that also excels in crypto. Visit them at KSDTCPA.com or call 305 670 3370. All right, Cam. Let's, uh, oh, he look at him. He's on the phone. He's like Sagwa Fair. He's okay. everywhere. Gotcha. Right, turn off his mic. Turn off his mic. Turn off his mic. Turn off his mic. All right. Uh, yeah, he's on the air. He's on the rate on on the phone. We don't we don't want to uh, pick up whatever his conversation is. He's ready to go. Let's go. Let's bring him aboard. We unleash the wolf pack. There he is. How you feeling, baby? You feeling good? I'm Rainy. ready to go. I'm ready to go home, man. <laughs> rainy. Yeah, today's a shit day. It's raining and cold, bro. Yeah, it's rainy. It's cold. It's like day three or four of the combine. These days blend together. Uh, this is kind of like uh, Vegas. I compare this to Vegas. I do like two or three days, and I think I'm good. I, I've I've done all I can do as far as the the out scene, the night, the trying to get connections and and info, and um, I just need a good night's sleep in my own bed and not not drink for one day. Yeah, actually, my my the Airbnb I'm at right now, the right. The, the bed has sucked, bro. I've I've gotten yeah. I've gotten shitty sleep the last three nights. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can't wait to go home tomorrow. Yep. And, uh, and get in my goddamn bed. Um, dude, let me ask you something. Why do we have lazy media? Like in the Herald today, there's, oh, the Dolphins could be delaying their decision. It would be a smart move if they're considering Lamar Jackson. And it's like, how many times do they have to tell you that, like, Tua is the guy, bro? And And why would people even talk about Lamar when they don't have picks to trade? Right. They have to work to get money under the con under the cap. They got to resign Wilkins and Sealer, and you know then they got to improve their team around to uh, all that kind of stuff. First of all, it makes no sense to go get Lamar when Tua is the better passer anyway. So you know, to me, none of this makes any sense. But why is this clickbait shit still around when it's been like documented? I don't know how many times McDaniel and Greer are telling you. They're moving forward with Uno. This is a time of year where, you know, drama sells. Um, it, it's a it's a topic that's fun and interesting. Lamar, the thing about the Lamar situation, and you talk to a lot of people here in the combine about it, there's a lot of uncertainty. People just don't know what's going to go on with him, what's going to go on with the Ravens' decision with him. And so everybody's just trying to pick pieces. And obviously, Lamar's been very clear about his feelings of South Florida. It's his hometown. And so it's an easy connection to make. Oh, Lamar's from South Florida. Right. He's there. People have always have a lot of questions about Tua. And so I think that's probably the easy route to go connection-wise. But I haven't heard anything to make me believe that that you know that's any realistic possibility and so yeah that that's that's this time of year you're gonna hear you know wild things i was joking i was chatting with the bears general manager um yesterday up at the stadium when we were doing the concourse and i was like man how much how many uh texts and emails do you get from friends about what you should do with the number one pick and all these proposals trades and this all stuff and he's like yeah the craziest part is they're always like wild proposals like things that are not realistic i'm like oh like the bears should trade number one for patrick mahomes and that'll be the story right and and somebody say i saw somewhere that the bears are going to trade number one for patrick mahomes and it all cycles it becomes a thing and it's like this was never this was never realistic and so um we get a lot of that this time of year but i think lamar in particular becomes a hot rod for a lot of teams because he does not there's no certainty on where he's going to go and obviously he's, you know, you have your feelings about Lamar, but Lamar's a dynamic 
game-changing player for a lot of franchises. So you insert him there, it changes a lot, and it's a hot topic to debate. And I still, I still think he gets tagged. Yeah, he doesn't sign the tag. He holds out. He doesn't get traded anywhere because I don't think anyone is going to give him his contract that he wants. Right. Nobody's going to give up multiple picks and a, and a fully guaranteed deal right. to a guy that has gotten injured a lot the last two years and missed a lot of games. Yeah. And he needs his legs in order to be an effective quarterback. Yeah. And so to me, I think this situation is only going to get uglier. And I wonder if Baltimore – will be trying to get a backup plan in the process just in case. Yeah, it's Baltimore's really in no man zone because like they're not in position to start over and draft a quarterback like where they're drafting. Um and they built this team essentially around Lamar. And so because of that it's like you're you're essentially stuck. But you have a quarterback who's wanting guarantees that are very significant and they're the realistic part is you have a quarterback that runs a lot you know are you well wait a minute they do have a pro bowl backup running a quarterback they do have a they do have a pro bowl backup quarterback you can say that (laughs) um but the reality is there's a big drop off between lamar and tyler huntley and so they, they have to figure out their situation because uh it's very dangerous and they're view probably to guarantee him the type of money that he's trying to be guaranteed with the amount of running he does the the propensity he has to potentially get injured but in the same token you are nothing as a team if he's not there and so he has a lot of leverage the tag makes a lot of sense until you get to that number but we've seen this thing become a little toxic toxic at times and yeah with the ig posts and so you got to be very careful especially with a guy like lamar um, how you go about this process, what the messaging is. And so this is a really delicate, delicate situation. And I honestly don't know how it's going to turn out. I always was the, of the view that if you have a true franchise quarterback, a guy that you love, you don't let him get away. There's no way. It's just teams don't do that. But this situation does feel a little bit weird. You got players on the team calling out the general manager for his comments on Twitter. Rashad Bateman put out some tweet where he's talking – you know, essentially calling them out. And this is a guy who they drafted um, two years ago. And so there seems to be a lot of disconnect for a team that for a while had been one of the standards of the league of how they do things. And it seems like right now it's they're in a, little, a lot of flux. Um, Stephen Ross apparently is doing it all wrong, bro. You, <laughs> you don't build a hospital on the facility. You don't build a new facility. A practice facility. You don't treat your players right. You got to do it the Kansas City Chiefs way. <laughs> You're not injured. What? 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 Your arm fell off. Get out of here. You got another arm. Get out there on the field. You, you, you got to go the Kansas City cheap way. Come right. on. Oh, right. I mean, the, you know, the Dolphins are number two in the league. Kansas City's thirty-two, and I know what they're doing. They're matching their draft status. Right. Down in the bottom of the draft. So, I mean, this is the key now. Treat, yep. you, you, you've seen those relationships, yep. right? Yep. The guy treats a woman like shit. The woman treats a guy like shit. Yet they're kissing their ass, right? That's the key. Steven Ross has got to reverse this. we got to go back to Biscayne College. we got to start eating, you know, salt pills, not water in between practices. Three days now. Right. Come on, let's go. Right. 
And so you're referring, obviously, to the NFLPA uh, surveys that came out and, and where they listed teams. And the team, there's a lot of teams that had some ugly ratings, some ugly, ugly ratings. And the KC was the training staff. I think they got a D minus, I believe, was their grade there. And so Dude, they said they don't trust the guy. Yes. <laughs> That's a wild thing to say. That's wow. wild. Wow. How does that guy go back to work? Yes. And look at those people. And you know what? He probably had a couple disagreements with certain players. He probably knows. He can probably guess a couple of the players that probably trashed him. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And the good thing, for the, I guess, for them to be able to be honest is this thing is – this thing is uh, anonymous. You, you know, it's public, but it's also anonymous. You don't have to put a name on it because I'm sure they're like, hey, you know, I got to go back in that locker room. But at the same token, I think this is a cool survey because it gives you insight to what players are thinking, what they're talking about. And these are things that we don't talk about a lot because we don't know. Um, we don't know who, you know, the guys are not going to be truly honest of my trainer sucks or our fit like some guys will as far as the facilities. Yeah. But most guys are not going to be, hey, we've got the worst facility in the league but it also gives guys perspective which i think helps for like for agency if you're yes. seeing around the league a team that like that that's awful in certain categories and it's even with the money maybe that's a difference maker and split you see a team that's number two in rankings and how they treat their players based on what other players think that team that's 31 obviously i'm going to want to go to where they treat, treat hey, by, by the way i'm obviously i'm joking okay right. with all of this yes but all kidding aside this this freaking team played hard all year long. They could have beaten Buffalo. Yep. Okay. If McDaniel makes a couple of the right calls there, they might he might have put his team in position to beat Buffalo in the playoffs. So in a way, uh, treating them right might the, or doing things the right way. I'm joking, of course. I think they are doing things the right way. It, it is paying off because really all we ever hear is praise of Mike McDaniel. Mm -hmm. All we ever hear is praise of the Dolphins facilities and everything that goes on you never hear players complain about that kind of stuff mm -hmm. right so in a way i you know this this new dolphins front office coaching staff and then everything else all the amenities you're really headed in the right direction all kidding aside yeah absolutely and i gotta go in a sec to get ready for our tv yeah. hit but um i think that a, a good element for the dolphins to have is you always want people to speak well of you in rooms that you're not in, right? That's the whole saying for uh, any business. But for them, especially as you try to build this team, it helps that you know you're not going to get screwed when you go to this different place. Like even one of the other things, just kind of seeing a player talk about, hey, there's rats in the facility in, in, in Jacksonville. Like if I see that, why would I like – I mean, they're if they pay me enough money – I, maybe I just wear, I just put, put my put my my shoes on and just never take my shoes off in the locker room and keep pushing. Right. But if if it's not if it's close, why would I go to that sort of environment? So I think it helps Miami a lot as far as their perception for people who are not in Miami to get them to want to come be. Do you know the John Madden story back in the AFL with uh, they're playing the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, and so they tell Madden. Hours before, hey, John, we've got rats in the stadium, in, in the locker rooms. Right. And he goes, really? And he goes, are they also in the visiting locker room? He goes, yeah. He goes, leave them there. Yep. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And so so he goes, don't worry. I'll take care of it. And so then Kansas City comes in. John walks over to Hank Stram and says, hey, Hank, I'm sorry. I hate to tell you this, but, you know, you might want to warn your players. 
uh, we, you know, this just happened to us. We just figured out there are rats inside our locker rooms. So be careful. So yeah. the, so many players in Kansas city were changing, standing on top of the bench. So Madden was already playing with their minds right. before the game because, because of that. One more thing before I let you go, huh? Jordan Poyer signs with the dolphins. What's the percentage? <laughs> I don't know at this stage. I'm not going to lie to you and just make up a number. Uh, um, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to make up a number. Let's go. I, I do think it, I think there's a, I say 20%. I think that he he's, you know, I don't think it's a super high, high probability at this stage because uh, the reality is he's at a position that they do have one player at and he's going to command probably double digit million dollars. So you got to figure out, is this how we want to allocate our money? Um, but it would obviously be a, a dream uh, secondary with him and Javon Holland. And, you know, he wants to be here. So he made well, that. It's the Fangio needs elite cover safeties. Yeah, he and, does. He does. And, and the, the thing about that, as a team building perspective, you have to decide how much do you allocate there because you're going to have to pay Javon in a year or two. Um, you're already paying X. Um, and so how much do we allocate to that secondary group? I think there's a team that in past had been heavy. X, X is gone next year, just between you and me. So the, the this has been a team that spent heavy money on the secondary. The Byron thing obviously didn't figure figure out. I think they'll become a team that transitions a little bit more of their money balanced throughout the defense, more to the front as they got to pay Christian, as they're paying Bradley, um, you know, eventually Jalen. These are things that you got. Yeah, you have to figure out how you shift the money, and so it's hard to to end up allocating that. But that being said, if the, the numbers right, and you you figure out a way to make it, make it happen, right? Because Jordan Poirier, Javon Holland, that would be special. That would be special. All right, you're special. Follow yeah. him on Twitter at Cameron Wolf. He'll be home soon. Cam, we'll catch up next week, my friend. Appreciate Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Have a All good right. one. Safe travels. There you go. Cameron Wolf. He's out here in Indianapolis.